Welcome to the Ed Rivera Podcast, the only podcast where you may or may not learn something today. Please welcome and enjoy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us today. I don't know what day or, or what time you're listening to this, but we have an amazing guest today. I'm very, very excited to talk to him for the first time. Uh, I've, I've seen his work a lot. I, I've been following him for a while. So I'm really, really excited to uh, introduce to, uh, I, I, I like, I, I like, I really enjoy his, his nickname, but I know he goes by, by his, his name now, which is Anthony. Uh, but Mr. Big Citric, thank you so much for being with us today and giving us a chance to talk to you uh, for a while. So welcome to the Ed Rivera podcast. How are you doing today? Good, good, bro, man. Thank you for having me on, man. Uh, appreciate all the support, bro. <laughs> oh man, I I, I was uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was trying to see how I can get my way through uh, your your um, um, <laughs> well through Veronica to get to you. I was like, how oh, do yeah, I get yeah. to this guy? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, very excited to talk to you, man. Uh, right now it's 6 p.m. If I'm not mistaken, where you at? Six six something. Yeah. 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 Where where uh, where are you located? I'm in Auckland. Auckland with an A. Auckland, oh, okay. not, not Auckland. Um, oh, so that's uh, New, New Zealand, right? New Zealand, that's correct. All yeah, the way to the nice. bottom of the world. All the way to the bottom nice. of the world. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, a lot of my cousins from the States are like, hey, fool, how come you're over there? You didn't visit us. And I'm like, no, it's New Zealand, not Auckland. You know, like <laughs> different Auckland, yeah. We, we, right. we don't... <laughs> There's no neighborhood here over here. There's no hood. Yeah. Yeah, they think you're they think you're over here in the hood. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so we're we're over here. So pretty excited, you know, like uh uh to talk to you and 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 see how you how you doing and 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 first of all, I think the biggest question here is how does a, a guy that looks like it's gonna kill someone <laughs> It's ends up in Hollywood. Like it's 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 so amazing, man. You know, like it's just how how do you decided to do this career? Why did you decide to go through this path? Man, I ask myself the same question all the time, bro. <laughs> I mean, it was it was one of those things where uh, I started doing music back in the in the late eighties, early nineties, okay. and uh, so I basically jumped I jumped in the industry by doing hip hop. You know, we used to have a group called Brown Town, and then it went from Brown Town. We started doing, we were doing Spanglish and then we got to a point where we were just doing all Spanish hip hop or Spanish rap. And it was called Pueblo Cafe. Pueblo and, uh, Cafe. So, so yeah, so we did that. We did that for, for, for a few years. And then um, just, uh, I mean, I always say it happened by accident, you know, because like, I was, I, I mean, I always wanted to get into acting somehow, but I never really was tripping on it because I was doing music and we were touring and dropping records and stuff like that. So that was my thing, you know, and then um, the acting thing just came in one day, the opportunity presented itself, and I just took it, man, like in 2000, I want to say um, 2004. Wow. I a, I, you know, because I had already did, like, some background work. I did I did maybe, like, one movie doing background as an extra, and it was called El Padrino with Damien Chapa, the, the guy that played Miklo in, in uh, Blood In, Blood Out. Damn. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you can find, I think you can find it on YouTube, the movie. It's called Padrino, so I did. I did background on one of the prison scenes in there. And then um, the other thing I did background was in 1992 was on Snoop Dogg and uh, uh, Dr. Dre's uh, uh, video, Little Ghetto Boy, from the first Chronic album. 
And that video, that video is also on uh, on YouTube. It's called Little Ghetto Boy Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, you know. So as that's you know, that's the only acting experience I, I, I had, man. And uh in 2004, you know, uh I get a call from my agent. That, well, you know, because I I started getting into well, I actually, you know, I didn't even have an agent at that time. I, what happened is that they called, I was on a website called uh, brownpride.com that was ran by my boy, uh, Saul, Saul Rojas. And um, he uh, he hit me up and he told me, he goes, hey, there's some people that uh, that, that are, are casting for a Mike Judge film and they want to know if you're interested in reading for a part. And, uh, and the movie's called Idiocracy, but at that time, it, it didn't have a name, you know? They were just calling it a Mike Judge film. And then uh, if you were interested, I'm like, yeah, you know, of course, you know, like, 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 because they go, goes, you know, my judges, and they go, yeah, I know my judges, you know, they did beaters and butted, you know, and so you know, he was he was very popular at the time with that, and and of course, King of the Hill, you know, the the the, I don't know if you're familiar with that cartoon, King of the Hill, and uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna go, but at the, at the last minute, you know, I I just went, and my boy was telling me, a lot of my friends would just go, dude, you never know, this could be a whole other. A whole nother opportunity for you, man. You just, just, you know, just take it. So I went, man, and um, and yeah, you know, like I went, I, I was going up against a few other people for the role of Secretary of Defense, and uh, yeah, I ended up getting the role. Long story short, man, and then that just kind of set off my acting career, you know, because then the following year I got to do a, another movie called uh, Harsh Times with um Christian Bale and uh, Freddie Rodriguez, and then um and Eva Longoria, and then right after that I did um. Uh, voiceover on King of the Hill, the cartoon. You know, Mike Judge. It was, it was all his. You know, his, you know his his uh, projects. And he told me, he "Goes, dude, I like your voice, man. I, I would really uh, like to use it on one of the episodes of King of the Hill. Would you be, would you be interested in doing voiceovers?" I was like, "Hey, man, I'm down." So that was just another opportunity came within the same year. You know, and and then from there, yeah, it just it just kind of took off, man. I just started getting into it and ended up getting an agent. And uh, and just, you know, long story short, here we are, man. <laughs> You know, fast forward. That's that's <laughs> insane. So, it, it, I know probably you get this question a lot, but if you had the chance to to do, what would you prefer? Going to keep like go back to your roots, which it was hip hop and rap, or would you like to continue acting? I would say I, I would say acting, and 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 the reason why I say it is because I love music. You know what I'm saying? Like music has always been in my blood, in my family. I have a lot of other famous musicians in the Spanish world, you know, like Banda Recodo, you know, uh, people like that, you know, uh, like Antonio Aguilar, Pepe Aguilar, you know, like, so we, we, we were, we're, we've always been tired. My dad was a musician, you know, my dad, what my dad sang. So it's always been in the blood. So I love music no matter what. And I still get to work on music while I'm doing the acting because I get, I get uh, people like, you know, they know like a lot of these agents, I mean, a lot of these uh, directors and producers, they know I, I come from the music world, you know, and, but now my whole focus is act, obviously acting and doing a little bit of comedy, you know, stand-up. I'm starting to get into stand-up comedy. But but with the music, I, I still get hit up to do a, a, hey, man, we need a song for this movie or this TV show. Uh, do you have anything on deck? Or can you do a a, a a song from scratch, you know? And and so either way, I'm still working in the music, you know, in one way or another. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. so it's all, it's, all, it's all tied in. And obviously, talking about Spanish, how good is your Spanish? Are you fluent in Spanish? Are you like half and half? Or I want to say I'm like about 
like 80 to 90 percent like good in spanish that's good man that's more than yeah. enough that's more than enough and you know and the, and the reason why see when i was younger i was like like my spanish was really jacked up like really mocho como dicen you know in, in mexico you know they say you know the, the, este, este pocho habla pocho, pocho. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um but uh uh my mom you know i got it as i was as i got older you know like 12 13 I was getting into trouble and, you know, and, and just, you know, just getting out of hand and I was being rebelde, you know, and so my mom just uh, sent me to Mexico for like three years. I was coming and going back and forth, you know, during vacation time back to LA, but I was older for three years going to school. So I learned Spanish over there, you know, and for, for a long time, I was mad at her because of that, you know, because she sent me over, you know, and then after a while, like now, you know, like, like, I, like, I always thank, you know, like now, she, you know, she passed away not so long ago, but, you know, rest in peace, you know, but. I always thanked her, you know, like, hey, well, you know, at the end of the day, it helped me in the in the long run because I was able to do these Spanish records, and because of those Spanish records, we we broke new grounds, man. We were doing a bunch of stuff, you know, and yeah. from television to you know videos, you know, and we were on tour, you know, and so we were on Sábado Gigante. I don't know if you're ever familiar. Yeah, man, of course, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah, so we made we made the cut on Sábado Gigante like in 2005, I think. So. So we, we 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 did a lot of things. We experienced a lot of things, man. That otherwise, in the English world, I don't think I would have done that. You know, that's nice, man. Yeah. So and and this is because I saw it uh, that you were also part of because uh, it was a um, Hispanic Heritage Month and everything. Uh, it's it's it really you know I'm really very proud because uh, most people in Mexico tend to because obviously I grew up in Mexico, right? I, I lived in the yeah. states for a while when I was a kid. But um, most of my life, I was in Mexico, and and people tend to uh, think that all the pochos or you know the Chicanos or whatever they want to call them or whatever, um, they think like they forget the roots, you know, they forget who where they where they from or what's their ancestry and all that stuff. But that's not true. There's there's yeah. still a lot of people, you know, uh, they have their American part, which is you know okay. But they also are trying to push, you know, as well the roots where they come from, and and that's that's really amazing. And I really admire uh, all the Mexican Americans that I've met, and or even Latin Americans, you know, that yeah. that uh, I, I've met in the in the couple of years that they're doing their best, you know, to represent the yeah, culture exactly. as it is, you know. And and I, I'm, I'm it's it's amazing, man, that 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 you you are able to to do that because not just it opened the door for you, but you also opened the door for a lot of people as well. You know, I think that's, uh, some people don't, don't get that, that, that it's, it's, it's hard to break that part. But now, I think nowadays it's getting more and more common to realize yeah. that, you know, Mexican Americans, there's millions of Mexican Americans in the States, you know, and all over the world. Yeah. So I think yeah, it's, no, it, pretty it's, much everywhere you go now, yeah man look you at me there, you see latinos everywhere now man. you know it's it's yeah. so funny because um it, it, mexicans in new zealand were not very common there are probably 500 to 700 mexicans in this country yeah, you know? I imagine. <laughs> it, first of all nobody wants to come here because it's too far from home you know it's really really far it's a it's yeah. a 15-hour flight, so it's Ooh. it's yeah from Los Angeles. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. count Mexico. So yeah, from yeah, Los yeah. Angeles is a 15-minute to 14-hour 14-hour flight. So Damn. it's long. It's, it's long. A long. It's a it's long. Yeah, do you, so so usually when when you travel this way, do you got to take two flights or just one direct flight? No, 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 two flights. There's no direct flight to Mexico. There's no direct flight. Huh? No, yeah, and, and 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 the interesting part of that is that. 
here the natives from New Zealand, they're called Moris, right? And mm -hmm. there's a huge Polynesian culture because all the Samoans, Tongans, and all the small Polynesian islands yeah. come to New Zealand. And it's so weird because the first time I got here, I, I worked I work in construction, right? That's what I do over here in New Zealand. And <laughs> first thing I, the first moment that they looked at me, they were like, this guy looks Polynesian, but they were like, like they were like, see Hawaii? Because they, they listened to my, because I have kind of like an American accent. Now it's a uh -huh. little bit mixed with the Kiwis. I, now I don't say bro anymore. I say mates now, right? So. <laughs> um, um. It's so funny because um, the first thing that I they say, they're like, oh. "Where are you from, bro?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm from Mexico." Orale, vato. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Carnalito, crucito," and they started, you know, doing all the yeah, bloody yeah. blood out stuff. Bloody blood out, yeah. And I was like, "What the hell?" Bloody blood. The 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 culture from that movie, which yeah. is basically. You know, Los Angeles culture, you know, everything yeah. that is Mexican American. Yeah. It's branded in the Polynesian culture here in New Zealand. Man. They get incredibly excited as soon as they like yeah. I, I I grew up with all of my cousins are pochos, right? So when they speak, they sound pochos and everything, you know? Yeah. But I never grew up with I, I don't have that ability to do the Spanglish, you know, I don't have that. Uh, okay. you know, like uh, pushale, parqueate, you know, all those yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. words. I, I, I'm not, I don't have it. I have either Spanish or English, right? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I remember the first time I was talking to so I was like, you really know blood in, blood out? And they were like, yeah, with crucito and this <laughs> and that and, and give me your chonchon. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, really? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Come on, say something in Spanish. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, carnal. Yeah, carnal. <laughs> you know, they love it here. And, and, and it's huge, man. Like, Polynesians, if you go here, Auckland is the biggest city, right? Uh -huh. If you go to South Auckland, it's literally if you were going to East LA, bro. Oh, no. No, not, not as bad. No, no. <laughs> but that, but that, that's, it doesn't that's, look that bad, but. Like that's where that's where the 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 main hangout is at. <laughs> yeah, all the gang members, you know, and the, all the Rasa right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and you look at them, and there's, I I was very surprised because I was like, wow, and they look like cholos, you know, they dress like cholos yeah. with the shades and the this and that, and, and I was like, wow, <laughs> and 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 it's really cool that uh, me being Mexican to share that, you know, yeah. what really is Mexico and all that stuff. They're yeah. like. Oh wow! Now I was like, because it's it's really really you know it's really it feels really nice to to yeah. share all of that stuff you know and 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 that it's very related you know there's a lot of similar stuff you know how oh yeah yeah are, it's, could, it's it transpires around the around the world man because um in ninety I think it was ninety eight ninety seven or ninety eight I remember I think it was I think it was ninety yeah somewhere around the ninety seven ninety eight we were in Japan we went to Japan for a when we were doing music, we were we were headlining the show. We didn't know we were headlining. We thought we were just one of the openers. But we went over there. We found out we were headlining. We were like, we blew up with one song over there. And when we did it, it was a, it was a low-rider super show. Huge-ass show, you know, in a, in a big old convention center. So it was packed, you know, and I was just, like, tripping out. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, maybe, like, 80% of the crowd was, like, the dudes looked like cholos, ball heads, 
They had glasses, you know, they had um, t-shirts that said East LA, Boyle Heights, you know, like Los Angeles. And, and then you have Bloods and Cribs. And I was just like tripping out. And I was telling our, our road manager, he was, you know, because he from he was from out there. And I was telling him, like, dude, are we gonna be all right right here? Or what? And he's all oh, no, 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 don't, don't, it's, it's, it's right here. It's just, it's just a fashion thing, man. They love that LA fashion, the gangster culture, the Chicano culture. He goes, they love that shit here, man. He goes, it has, uh, it has, it has nothing to do with gangbanging here. These, <laughs> these guys are very peaceful people, man. Trust me. But it was a trip, man, because I looked up, I looked up to the crowd, and I, all I see was a gang of cholos, cholas, crips, and bloods. I was like, dude, I had never seen anything like that. Crips and bloods hanging out, man. They're all redded out, blued out, you know. Nice. It was, nice, it was wild, man. But yeah, they're really big on like alley. Yeah, it's, I, I, I remember because oh, I grew up in Mexico, right? And and I I, I come from a very well, all, all households are very strict. And and I remember that the image, because I, I I come from, it's called Guadalajara, but I'm from Tonalá, yeah. which is where the hood is. I have is, a lot of family like, there. Oh, really? Yeah, I have a lot of family in Nayarit, Jalisco. Yeah. Everybody was in Nayarit, but everybody lives in Guadalajara now. You know? Yeah, yeah, everybody moved to Guadalajara. That's, yeah, that's no. the big city. <laughs> yeah. And I, I grew up in Guadalajara, but I grew up like in the, in the shitty area, which is called Tonalá. I've, I've been there too. Tonalá. I got a lot of family there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're gonna end up being family. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and it, it was so funny because um, you grew up with this image of dressing like that and and being you know problematic. And I remember um, a few of my cousins dressed like that because it was you know the the everybody wanted to be part of a, a you know the gang Sur Trece yeah. and all those gangs that were at that time, and. My mom, I remember she branded in my head. If you ever dress like that, I'm gonna chop your head off, you know. Like, you, you, she, so <laughs> she created that bad image, you know, like, like, oh, if they're dressed like that, yeah. you're like, careful, you know, careful with yeah. that people. But I came to realize now that I grew up, it's like, it's, it's not just a, you know, it's not just a bad image that it has, you know, it also has a lot of cool, very, very cool stuff and, and, and very, very interesting. Uh, things that have changed for a lot of people, you know, because uh, everybody sees the sad, the, the bad part of, of it, but they don't see the good side of, of you know, dressing like that and looking yeah. like that. And, and, and it's, it's insane. And it, like you said it, like in Japan, it's just a fashion for some people, you know, they, thing, yeah. they really like it. You know, I was, yeah. uh, I was very, very uh, surprised about that. And here they love it. They, they, they have low riders as well. You know, they, They have all that culture yeah. and and even uh, actually I think it was um, a few months ago I got to interview another guy who's from Australia uh -huh. and his name is Royale Latino and he is a, a hip-hop rapper and he's moving right now all the Spanish culture in Australia with his music all around oh, nice. it uh, and it's it's insane like I see the shows that he does and it's packed places and they're all rapping in Spanish yeah. And I was like, wow, you know, that's like very, very surprised, you know, we're how we're the world connect. <laughs> oh man, of course, man. Yeah. Like definitely, man. Like he, he told me it's like as soon as this COVID thing finishes, man, because New Zealand has half a, a different approach to the COVID situation. Yeah. For uh, in New Zealand right now in Australia, they decided to close doors. Period. Oh, okay. They literally shut down the country. So they shut everything down. Everything. Nobody goes out. Oh, nobody man. comes in. Yeah. And it has been like that for the past two years, man. 
since since the beginning of the whole show. Yeah, we're yeah. being a little bit lucky because they did that. Life continue here as usual. You know, everybody's still working. Everybody's kind of like still having, you know, the actual, but nobody can leave. Nobody can come in. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a little bit, uh, sounds a little bit extreme. Yeah. But it's a, it's a very small population, so they can easily control they're, it, you know? They're trying to, yeah, they're trying to keep it under control, which is it's understandable, you know? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, man, definitely Australia and New Zealand are, they don't like to say that, but I always joke about that with them and I tell them it's almost the same. It's like, oh, no, don't say that because <laughs> they hate they hate each other. But yeah. um, they're, they're very similar in sort of kind of way how, yeah. how, they, how they do things. But anyway, let's continue with, with Mr. Citric. How do, how do you call that? Big Citric, Anthony, Mr. Campos, Man, I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it's all the same. You know, I, I, I tell people whatever you feel comfortable with, you know, <laughs> just don't call me collect because that shit gets expensive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> call me whatever you want. Just don't call me collect, man. <laughs> Especially from here, you know, man. Back in the days, we used to get the collect calls from jail. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I, I got to ask you a question because obviously I, I, what, what I, what I want to do and what I'm doing right now is stand up comedy. How do you feel? Because uh, man, music, acting, and now podcasting, and now stand-up comedy that you're doing. How do yeah. you feel doing stand-up comedy? Do you do it in English? Do you do it in Spanish? How how does it work for you? Or, or what do you talk about in your stand-up comedy? Um, you know, like because really, because I've been doing it for for realistically, like if you put the hours together, like maybe like a year. But prior to that, before the pandemic, I was already jumping up on stage because of my boy Phil Medina which is a comic that's been doing it for like 13, 14 years. Um, we linked up a few years back and, and you know, I, I just been showing support at his, all his shows. And, and we just kind of, you know, we clicked, man. It, we, it was one of those things where we just got along real good, man. And we just started working on stuff. And, and he just started telling me, goes, bro, you're, you're, you're funny, man. You should fucking go up on stage, try it, man. And I was like, nah, well, I mean, I've been on stage, you know, obviously doing music, but comedy, dude, I, I respect it so much. Like, I, I don't even want to try it, bro. I'm, a, I'm scared to try it, though, because, I know that to get up there on stage, man, it takes it takes a lot of balls, bro. So I have a lot of respect for all the comics that do that shit, man. And he just kept pushing, man. Just try it, just try it. You know, one day he just threw me up. I had no material. I was just, he goes, I go, what the fuck? What am I going to tell people? You know, dude, just talk to them, dog. Tell them a story or some shit, man, on set or some shit, man. And so I started doing a couple of minutes like that. And, you know, I started kind of liking it, man. People were, you know, people were reacting. Man. So just now I'm starting to do like five, 10 minutes, like of written shit. Like now I'm writing shit down before it was just like, just fuck it, just go out there and just wing shit, you know, and just whatever, whatever, you know, because I say random shit sometimes, man, and just trips people out, you know? So yeah, my boy was just trying to just go out there do it. And so what I would do, just build a skeleton of what I wanted to talk about. So I kind of already had it in my head and then we'll go and fuck it, man, just chop it up for a couple minutes and then boom. But yeah, so now, now, you know, it's like, I, I've been starting to do like more written stuff now and, and just, you know, just trying to, trying to, you know, try to get a nice set little by little, just build, you know, five minutes at a time, you know, five minutes here and then five minutes there and just, just keep trying to build, man. So I get, you know, so I could get to, you know, at least 30 minutes of material, you know, so, so I could be able to do at least do like a 10, 15 minute show, like, and I could have material for whatever, you know, and just, nice just kind of, yeah, just kind of work it out, man. But so we've been just doing little shows here and there, man, like, like at bars, little clubs, you know, and just kind of working shit out, man. Just, 
just seeing what 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 works, you know, and that's one of the things my boy Phil has been telling me, man. He's going to do. He goes, you have to try all these little, all these little shows, even though there's like five people there, ten people, dog, and try it, see what works. You know what I'm saying? And, and you kind of remember, okay, this worked. You know, maybe let me fix it up, let me adjust it. So, so I'm I'm learning all that shit, bro. I'm, you know, I'm barely learning, but but I like it though, man. I like it. You know, it's nerve wracking, but you know, once I get up to the, after the you know the first couple of laughs, then you know. I feel I start you know feeling you know at ease, but I'm always nervous right before I go up because it's 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 not the same when you're up there doing music. You know when you do music, if you if you're not if you're if you're not a solo artist, you know I, I've never been a solo artist. I've always been with the, with the homies as a crew. You got your boys up there backing you up. You got the music backing you up. But when you're on stage as a comedian, it's just you, the mic, and the crowd, man, and everybody's looking at you like, hey, you know, like make me laugh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's. it's so it's, so it's been it's, it's a little journey, man. But but uh, I'm in it for the long haul, man. I'm just you know like I don't know you know I'm just see where it goes and you know what I'm saying. And uh, I'm just you know I'm just having a good time doing it, man. You know and 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 uh, we got we got a lot of shows that that are, that we're working on, you know, that are pending, man. But in the meantime, we're just gonna be doing these little shows and and and, and so I can get more of the hang of it, get more used to it, and, and, nice. and just you know what I'm saying. Just see how far we can take this, man. Have you had a, a a bad show like where you bombed or 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 that someone heckled you and turned out to be shit or so far it's been good? Man, you know what? I, I can't say that that yeah. So far, you know, gracias a Dios, man, it's been good, man. But but there but there there has been a couple of shows that I've done in the beginning where it was just spotty. I was just like literally all over the place. So. It, you know what I'm saying? Like I would get some good laughs, and then all of a sudden I go for like a minute without getting any, you know. But then I would bring them back, you know. So it was, so so it was, some, it was like that one of those situations. And I think that's got to be like one of my first shows that I kind of did that. Maybe like that, that I stepped up that I said, you know what, I'm gonna go up and, and and just do it, man. It was like maybe like I don't know, this was like like I don't know, I want to say like two three years ago, maybe. It was one of the first shows where I where I finally just like Phil just threw me up there, man, and and I was maybe. I feel I was half prepared, but Phil goes, dude, you're never going to be really fully prepared, man, until you go up there and you just keep doing them, man. If you bomb, you bomb, fool. He goes, it doesn't matter, dog. He goes, it doesn't matter because you you build yourself back up from that, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and at one point, dude, everybody bombs. He goes, everybody bombs, dude. He goes, and that's what he was tripping out. He was telling me, he goes, dude, you you haven't bombed yet, dog. You haven't bombed. He goes, you've been, you've been, you've been doing good, man. He goes, he was telling me the other day, he goes, Now you're starting to you pick up on it more. So he goes, I don't think you're gonna bomb, bro. He goes, he goes, but you're doing really good. I mean, yeah, you got those silent patches in the beginning, but now, now he goes, now it's at a point where now you're getting that like cons consistency, you know. But but it's because it's because I've been you know just studying the game. I've been studying, you know, especially during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like I was working on shit, writing shit, fucking throwing shit away, throwing you know rewriting shit, you know, and just. Just messing around, man, and just trying, you know, just trying different stuff and and uh, and and see what works. But now that, that everything's starting to open up out here, is like we're getting out there to, to to do these little shows, and that's been helping me more. And now it's helping me like really mold mold my style, you know. And and I know it's gonna take a while still, but like I said, I'm in it for the long haul, bro. I'm like nice. I'm not even like tripping on the money or none of that, man. I'm just I'm just you know I'm just trying to you know just do it and uh, entertain the masses, man. <laughs> It, it, yeah. it becomes like an addiction, you know, it actually becomes like you, you become addicted to to make people laugh. You know, yeah. I think I think that's 
that's what the, the rush that, that you know like people ask me so why, why do you do it and I was like I don't think I do it for the money I, I do it for the rush of looking people laughing at you know yeah. at me or, or laughing at something that I said you know like I really really enjoy that part and, and I think that I know what you mean you know I, I understand what, what you're saying and that's pretty cool man that's that's pretty cool and comedy I, I always tell everybody comedy is not easy man comedy uh -huh. No, it's not easy because you can make anybody angry. You can make anybody cry, but make someone laugh. Yeah, it's very hard. You know, it's, it's very it's, hard. man. It's you very know. hard. Like very I, hard, I, yeah. I've been uh, I struggle a lot here in, in, in New Zealand because New Zealand has a type of comedy that is. It's very, very weird, man. In a way that people I don't, I don't, I don't know if, if I can say it like that, but it feels like they have some of like guilt yeah. to laugh about something bad. You know, yeah. it's it, it, it's it, it stresses me a little bit because um, comedy should be about laughing. You know, you don't have to pay attention to the subject; just laugh about. You yeah. know, you know it's it's funny, uh, yeah. but people feel like. Should I laugh about that? Am, am I allowed to laugh about that? Like, like they still kind of like think yeah. it sometimes. Obviously, not going into an offensive mode, you know, like offending yeah. people. But like, for example, I remember obviously my jokes are being mean Mexican, you know. Oh, that's that's my 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 core yeah. of my comedy, and I was laughing. My it's it's one of the best experiences I've ever had. I uh, we we had this show. It's called uh, the Bomb Show. And the idea was that you were so bad that you were making people laugh because of you were how bad you were, you know, <laughs> and we had some comedians that uh, I remember one of uh, he's actually right now on television and everything. His name is Sam Smith. He got off stage and, and his comedy was to talk about uh, his experience when he went to Disneyland to Los Angeles and he for 10 minutes nonstop, he mentioned all the rights that he got on. You would think, who would laugh <laughs> about that? But it was the way that he was saying it yeah. and portraying it and the face that he had and talking about that he had to be in queue for three hours in each game and, and you know, all that kind of situation. Yeah. Everybody, everybody was laughing, you know? So I said, <laughs> I'm going to go full stereotype. I, I, I got my Tejana, you know, I got my Tejana. <laughs> I got my my uh, my shirt to look like a campesino. Yeah. And I got on stage. <laughs> And I, start, I, I played the Macarena song, right? So I was only singing the Spanish songs. And, and the, I, the way that I say it, I told them, oh, this is a very huh. traditional, very emotional song for my people that I want to <laughs> share with you guys. And so if, if you please uh, keep silence and enjoy this wonderful song of my people, which is not ours because it's a Spanish group, but well, everybody thinks Macarena is Mexican, so whatever. <laughs> and I started, you know, I put, I played the song and people just were, you know, laughing, laughing their asses off, you know. And at the end, everybody was singing, you know, everybody was singing the, the hey, Macarena, you know, whatever. <laughs> but this is where it gets so funny, man. Finish mm -hmm. the show, everybody's like, good job, good job, blah, 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 blah. And this uh, white chick... I hate to say the white chick, but he was a white chick. A, a, a so-called Karen, if you want to call it like that, comes up to me and she was like, I have to tell you something that was very disrespectful. And I was like, excuse me? 
What would have happened if there was a Mexican on the audience and you were doing that? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, if there was a Mexican yeah. on the audience, probably <laughs> is one of my family members or, or, or a friend of mine. <laughs> what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, I'm Mexican. <laughs> the, the, her face, she, she, she looked like, dropped. oh, fuck. <laughs> you're Mexican and I'm like you didn't hear my name they introduced me as Ed Rivera Rivera's one of the most Mexican <laughs> last names you can think of oh so I thought stupid. that was your stage name and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I was like listen Wait. to me Karen listen to me <laughs> that, that's oh. just, you know it's it's funny you know it's we, yeah. we sing it we it's part of it and she was like oh I'm so sorry and I was like that's okay but they still have that kind of like connotation that they they still They, you can see their faces that they want to laugh about it, but yeah. they look around and see like, because like a lot of my jokes as well is like me being confused as a Polynesian. You know, I'm a, uh -huh. I'm a big guy. I'm fat, you know. So mm -hmm. I, I look like a Samoan or Tongan, you know. I, I really look like one of those guys. Yeah. And I always joke about, you know, <laughs> looking like them. And if it's a very wide audience, everybody's just like... <laughs> They want to really, and I tell them, it's all right, you can laugh, no worries. I'm brown enough to say those things, don't yeah. worry, you know, like I, I try to like kind of ease it up. Yeah. And once they get a little bit eased up, it works perfectly, you know, works, but, yeah. but uh, I really miss the American uh, shows because when I went to the States uh, before the pandemic, I did a show in San Francisco and I did a show in, in Reno oh. and <laughs> it was beautiful, man. Everybody was laughing about everything, you know. Everybody was just, you know, American audience. They don't care, you know. They they, yeah, they, they, they get it, you know. Yeah, man. And they, plus, they go to have a laugh, you know. I think that's yeah, the exactly. Thing, yeah. You know, they already know. Even if they if it's a free, even if it's an open mic or a free show, yeah. they know they're going for a laugh, you know. For and, a laugh, yeah, exactly. And I think that how it's uh, supposed to be, but uh, it's very very interesting. And and I and I really wonder, man, because. Obviously, you're going to have, you have like thousands of stories that you can tell in, in, in your comedy. Which ones do you go more, at, like, do you try to go a little bit talk about yourself or something funny that happened to you? Or do you just go with jokes that you write about something? What, what kind of comedy are you trying right now to do on your... What, what I, what I uh, most of my, my like, trade right now, like, if I do like a five-minute set, most of it, Is you know when I get on there, you know, like I'll, fo I'll I'll focus a little bit on, on just real quick on the crowd, you know, and what's going on, and you know just, you know just kind of messing with the crowd a little bit, not not, not so much like I'm roasting them or anything, but you know just having a good time with them instead of already kind of getting them interacting with us, you know, with me, and then um, and then I'll get into like uh, obviously you know the whole pandemic shit that you know that happened, and, you know, so I'll talk a little bit about that and make some light of it, you know. And then get into the whole point after that, get into like relationships. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Like dating, me dating and shit, you know? Because it, and the shit I'm, you know, I'm saying, is, I mean, it's on some real shit, you know what I'm saying? Because the my dating scene has been interesting, you know? So it's like, so I'll, I'll throw shit out there and then, you know, and on some of it, obviously for comedy purposes, you you exaggerate a little bit, you know, yeah. but... But but some, but for the most part, you know, most of the shit is real shit. <laughs> well, and plus, looking at you, man, I would laugh about your jokes, even if they weren't funny, man. That's a two-meter guy <laughs> off the stage, so you look like, probably like 10 meters high, and people are yeah. like, 
If I don't laugh, yeah, you know, it's going to kill me. It's because you know what it is? I go out there, man, and they don't fucking... Uh, I, I just feel like I'm, a, like, like I'm a big bully or some shit. No, that's, <laughs> so that's why they laugh, dog. <laughs> oh, man. And, and, well, and as you said, Mr. Phil Medina, which he's an amazing guy, you have a best coach to help you out with your comedy, man. So I think that's yeah. really cool that he's, he's pushing you to do that. And it's nice, you know, it's really nice to have a backup like that, you know, backing you up yeah, and push you to, to do all of that. Are you trying to do the same thing with him with acting or? or? Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like uh, it, it's kind of a thing yeah, where it works, it works, you know, both ways, man. It's like we're, we're both doing what we love and we're, and we're both accomplishing a lot of things, you know, because... I I hooked him up with I hooked him up with my agent, and so now he's doing you know he's doing acting, he's been taking acting classes. I hooked him up with my boy Ricky, that's an acting coach, so he's been doing that. He and he's like he's serious about his craft too. So he, so we both on a, we're on both on a mission, and we're both serious about what we're trying to do, and we're just trying to teach it to a whole new level. So it just works, man. And, and Phil is just like super talented, man. So now you know he's getting into doing voiceovers too. You know he's got. He just got he just got a voiceover acting uh, acting um, uh, representative, which is like a big firm. So he's like he's on his way, man. He's on his way to do a lot of shit, man. So nice. and, and you know we're working on a bunch of projects on, on our own too. You know, like 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 independent stuff that we're trying to get done. You know, so nice. so you know and so just working with Phil, man, with the podcast and and he's just always like super cool and just down to do do shit, man, and just work, man. Like you know we got something going on. Like I, I could always call him and. Hey, bro, this is the situation, right? Let's do it, man. You know, let, let's work it out. Let's figure out how we could how we could make this work. And he's booking me because he produces a lot of a lot of comedy shows, you know. So he's been putting me on on, on his shows, man, and just you know, just showing me a lot of love, man, and and just you know, just it just you know, getting me out there, man, and 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 and, and coaching me on this on this. Yeah, man. He, he has one of those faces that you just want to give him a hug. That and pictures cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, man, but yeah, yeah he's, he's, another he's, he's, another he's comedian that, that I saw that you work with, and I'm pretty sure you get asked this question. George Lopez, man, I'm pretty sure he's he's mentioning that. <laughs> oh, man, oh God, bro, I I remember the first time I saw I I I grew up when when I when I was in the states, I was around eight to my ten years. I was for like two years in the states. Uh -huh. Then I, I went back to Mexico. But I never get to know much of the, I knew the culture because I lived the Mexican-American culture, you know, like uh, if they're knocking on the door, don't open, <laughs> you yeah. know, all those kind of things, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, the, I remember the first time I saw George Lopez, I think I was around uh, 12, 13 years old and I, I saw it on, on, on a video. Or I remember where I said, oh. and I, I remember watching that video, I don't know, like a million times you know laughing at the same joke over and over and yeah. how he was doing his craft you've worked with him i mean you did the lopez show so how do i mean it's how does it feel you know like like i said now this is this is me fangirling you know about your work but how do you like how was it to be with a guy that represents uh mexican-american culture in the whole world, not just the states yeah. anymore. He's he's a he's a whole he's world. A legend. Yeah, 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 man. He's a household that, legend. That's the word. You know, that's the, the world. Yeah. How did you feel? How do you come up with it? How, how do you started with it? I mean, it's just you know, it's just one of those things where, it, it, you know, 
like even to this day, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like surreal, you know, that, that I got to work with them and we're still cool friends, you know, after even though after the, the, the show, we're not filming, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I could call him anytime, you know, and, and or text him and ask him for advice on something, man, and and he'll reply, you know, and he'll tell me, you know, and shit like that. So he takes the time, man, and you know, it, uh, it's just, you know, it's just been surreal, man. When we were working on set doing the show Lopez, which by the way now it's on Amazon Prime, you know, so people could either stream it or download the the whole season. There's two seasons, you know, and man, it, it, you know, it's just a dream come true to work with a living legend like George, man, man. And, and and to learn so much from him on set, you know, like a lot of priceless information, a lot of priceless uh, classes that that he that he gave me, you know, like schooling on, on about comedy and timing and all this shit, man, you know, and 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 I, I uh, that's one of the things that Phil that Phil tells me all the time too. Phil goes, dude, you got the timing, bro, you got the chops, and I and I think that has a lot to do with working with George, man, because he he um, he will put me on the spot sometimes when we're on set. We do a couple of takes the way it is in the script, and then we do a couple of tapes improvising, you know? And in the beginning, he would tell me, like, okay, I'm going to say this. I'm gonna, when this happens, I'm going to say that. And then he would lose me, man. I'll be like, oh, man, I hope I don't make him look bad. <laughs> and then, but once, you know, they would say action, I would just follow his lead, man, and it would just come out naturally, man. And it just, it just, and it would just, it would just work. And so a lot of those takes were the ones they used, they used in the, in the, in the, in the, in the series really? and shit, man. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, and then after, and then after the, you know, when when, um, when we were filming, he would he would be on tour, right? He was doing his shows. He was doing uh, the the comedy get down tour with Cedric Entertainer and and D. L. Hughley and uh, uh, Charlie Murphy. You know, uh, man, all, like all these legends, man. I got to hang out with all these legends because of George, man. Like I got to be in the room, you know, like in the dressing rooms. And just hearing all these stories, man, like all these crazy ass stories about them on tour and, and the road and, you know, just personal stories, man. And so, you know, and they, they, you know what I'm saying? They all embraced me, man. Like they, they looked at me like, you know, like, man, you know, like, like, fucking, like, like I was their homie and shit, you know? So I, I always, I always, you know, like I always respect George even more for that because they opened their arms, you know, like these guys are legends, man. You know, like co comedy legends to me be hanging out with these guys backstage in the dressing room, you know what I'm saying? Just chilling. It was just like, it was just like a dream come true. Like I never, you know, you know, me coming from the music world, I did that in the music world, but now I'm chilling with these comedy legends, comedic legends, man. And I'm just like, damn, I'm blown away. And I remember one time George, because George calls me Citro, you know, instead of Citric, he goes, Citro. And he always says, hey, Citro. Because I, every time, all his shows, all his shows, anytime, he, even on the road, I, I, we, we we went, on, like I would go on, a, on on the road on a couple of shows with them. But, you know, like like all the alley shows or whatever, like a lot of shows that he would do, like little small, like small shows here and there, you know, just to kind of work out his material. I, would, I was always there, man. He was, you know, I, I would always, you know, even to this day, like like if he's performing, anywhere he's performing, if I want tickets, I'll go, you know, to go see him. You know, I just hit him up. He makes sure I got VIP and everything, you know, to, you know, to, to do that shit. And one day he tells me, he goes, hey, Citro, he goes, dude, you don't get tired of seeing the fucking shows, man? Because <laughs> you're, you're like pretty much all the shows. I go, I go nah, man, it's, it's like it's like watching it all, all new all over. I don't know. It's, it's just like it gets me every time. Like it doesn't get old to me like it's like set, you know? Like, you know, and, and, and like, you know, when I watch his comedies, like specials like on HBO or whatever, or Netflix, and when I see those, I've seen, I've seen, you know, it's, it's a trip because 
like I seen a lot of those jokes develop. He developed them over the year, the last couple of years. And I was at a lot of those shows while he was developing those jokes. Like I was there with them, you know? So it's a trip to see that shit, man. You know, and I'm like, damn, I remember when he first started saying that joke, you know, it was totally different, but now he finally tightened it up the way he want. you know, he, he wanted to get it, man. And it, so it, so to see that evolution, you know, like I learned, I learned a lot, man, from him too, man. So it's like, you know, I just feel super blessed, man, to be to be in the in the game and and working with legends like 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 George, man. You know, and and all the other com comics have been that that maybe don't have that same success as George, that same level of success because there's levels to everything, you know. And but all these comics have been doing it for like 12, 13, 15, 20 years, and they're out there grinding and they're you know they're 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 selling out shows, you know, they're headlining, they're 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 OGs as as comics. They're not on that on that mainstream mainstream level. But they have a big name, you know, and to be around them, it's, it's it's an honor too, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm learning a lot of game and soaking up a lot of knowledge from them, you know, just hanging out in the green room and they're always giving me advice and stuff like that, man. They just left me speechless, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, man, that's, oh, that's insane, man. I, oh. And when I, I, you know what, when I started, my bad, I don't mean to cut you off, but I forgot to throw in when I started doing comedy. Yeah, and I did my first show. Uh, I, I remember Phil put me up on, on, on at some little comedy uh, club in uh, Ventura, at the Ventura Car uh, Harbor Comedy Club, and I remember I posted about it. I remember George right away he, he reached out and even commented on the post. Hey, congrats, congratulations, Citro! You broke the cherry. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. So he was giving me props for it too, man. <laughs> wow, man. Oh, man. I, I, I and I. I it's it's insane, man. I, I I I can't imagine just like you said, you know, because you, you're being part of that, you know, and 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 getting to work with him and doing all that stuff. Like you said, it's it's helping you out for for the future, you know. So yeah. you're not just doing stuff for yourself; is you're doing stuff for your future. So that's that's yeah. that's insane, man. That's like, and I, I think that's one of the things that it's, it's shocking me a lot right now because um, one of the first guys that I got to, uh, when I started doing my podcast, I, I said, you know what, I'm going to just talk about, you know, bullshit. But then I said, well, why, why not start getting some, you know, try to contact a famous person, maybe my, my work, you know? And I remember I said, probably... 10,000 emails to everybody, you know, like just trying to hook up with someone. And the yeah. first one to answer was uh, Felipe Esparza. And Felipe was, <laughs> bro, Felipe, oh man, I, 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 I you know, I, I, I wasn't, I thought he was joking when he said, yeah, let's do it, homie. And I was like, I was like, this is not real, man. This is not happening. Yeah. This is not happening. <laughs> And I was like, for real? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the email of my um, publicist and you arrange everything with her. And to that point, till that point, I was still thinking, nah, he's just going to cut me off. You know, I, I, he's not, he's just being a nice person. You know, he doesn't want to <laughs> disappoint a fan or whatever. But then he went through, you know, I, I got yeah. to talk to him. And when I was talking to him, I think it was, it's, it's, it's a, such a shitty interview because I, I was just like, you know, like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You know, it was just starting. Yeah. Like, you know, because uh, I've seen the guy. I listen to Spotify all the time with with the podcast and seeing all his specials and everything. And I, sadly, or not sadly, but I, I 
when I started doing comedy, everybody was calling me fluffy, you know? Uh, <laughs> I stopped wearing, you know, because literally I used to wear Hawaiian shirts because uh, that's the ones oh, that, man. yeah, they, they, yeah, they fit, you know? The, that's why I wear them. Yeah, no, they're comfortable, man. <laughs> yeah, they're so nice. But uh, as soon as I got on stage and got, finished my jokes, got off stage, everyone's like, hey, bro, you, you just look like fluffy. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> you know? oh, uh, so, so I stopped doing that, but Obviously, Fluffy, Felipe, you know, Mar uh, Martin, yeah. all of those guys, I, I, I follow them for, for many years. So, yeah, um, he's the homie, too. Man. Yeah, yeah, man, Martin, yeah, fuck, he's yeah. a funny guy, man. Yeah. He's a hella funny yeah, he's guy. He's hilarious, man. man. Yeah, we're, we're working on some stuff with him, too. Man. Really? Yeah, Damn, he's writing, man. He's writing, well, he's writing some stuff that we're working on. A, we're working on a, on a, on a little pilot. Um, well, we chopped the sizzle, but we're working on, like, you know, trying to get it picked up. It's called Big Citrus Big Break. So we're we're in the mix of that, you know. So and he's doing some of the writing on that man, and yeah. and he's in it too. He's in it too. He's one of the characters in there too, man. Nice man. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, so, no, all the guys, man, they're down to earth people, man. They're, they're really that's cool what cats, that's I, I couldn't believe it, man. Everybody's such a nice person, man. Everybody yeah. and, and and I even I had to tell Felipe, it's like, hey, Felipe, I'm just starting, man. Like literally, I probably have 300 followers on Instagram. And half of them are my family in Mexico, you know. So, it's like, <laughs> I, and and I'm doing comedy here in New Zealand, but but you know, like I am not a famous person, you know. Like I, I wasn't expecting you to answer, you know. Like, <laughs> and it's like, God, oh, don't worry, fool, let's do it. And I was like, All right, and really? and yeah, man, he showed me a different, you know. He even invited me to his podcast. I got to be on the what's oh, up nice. podcast, man. What's up, football? Yeah, oh, bro, that was another one, you know, with with yeah. Rodrigo and. And, and 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 yeah, Rodrigo was funny too, man. He's hilarious, man. I've man. seen his stand up too, man. His stand up is fucking He's, hilarious. Man. It's insane, man. Like I was, I was just starstruck, man. I was like, wow, this guy's yeah. man. Like, and and it's it's such a nice thing that it it feels like you're not just doing something for yourself, but you're also helping out other people, which is really amazing. Yeah. And I really think you know, I, and you feel everybody that I talk to, I really, you know, it's just. And saying that you're really down to earth and, and, and you know, because supporting, you know, that I think that's the best yeah. part of, you know, I've, it's just really, really cool, man, that that we get to to hear and we get to yeah. uh, listen to all, all these fantastic stories. But as you mentioned that you're having this uh, pilot in process, what else is coming from Big Citric? What, what else is coming up from, from you? Do you have any... Because... Uh, Comedy, acting, music, this, that. You do so many stuff, man. What, what are the next uh, projects for, for Big Citric? Well, we have, a, we have a, a new series that's coming out in November, coming to 2B TV, and uh, it's called Ghetto Busters. So, you know, so yeah, that, that, uh, that, yeah, that should be good, man. It's a, it's a spoof off of Ghostbusters. But instead of, instead of hunting uh, ghosts, we're hunting uh, burnouts in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. Boy Ricky, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with Concrete, man. He's he's he's, doing, he's been doing he's he's doing stand up now too, man. And, but but he's always doing like funny ass skits on Instagram and on TikTok, you know. So he's 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 uh, he's the one of the lead actors. Eh? He plays Jalapeno, and my boy Ricky plays Savio, and and uh, Ryan Echoa from um, he used to be on the Disney Channel back when he was a youngster. He's in there too. So it's gonna be some comedy, man. Brought to you by an independent uh, film company called Get. Uh, you know, let's see. Uh, Falcon Pictures, you nice, know, so they're, yeah, they're out of they're out of Fresno, Madera, California. Oh. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. We're we're just 
we're just trying to, you know, just trying to get our 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 our, our shit out there, man. You know, and now with all these um platforms and technology and everything, dude, it's like it's 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 more than more than ever now is the time to get get to work and get shit out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Because now we got bigger opportunities, man. We got more opportunities, you know what I'm saying? And and it's like, and we're just trying to, you know, we're just trying to, you know, leave our mark and help people along the way too, man. You know what I mean? Because I come from an era when Rasa wasn't even trying to support Rasa, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That people weren't trying to do, you know, if, if, if they weren't blowing up, they weren't trying to do nothing for you, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the things I learned on as at an early age is that always do for people. If you, if, if you could do for somebody, you know, do, you know, like help them out, man. If if you can't, it's out of your hands and you can't do nothing, you know, what, 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 what are you going to do? Pero si se puede, se puede, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if I get an opportunity to do something and, but, but for re, for some, whatever reason, I can't do it or it doesn't, you know, it just doesn't fit for, you know, it doesn't work for me. I'll pass that opportunity to somebody else. Like I'll right away think like, oh, you know, so-and-so will be good for this shit, you know? And then boom, man, I'll hit him right there, you know? And, and that's how I've always been too, man. That, you know, it's like, if I can't do it. And then, the, you know, there's some people that just be like, ah, oh, nah, you know, like, you know, they fuck it. You know, they instead of passing the opportunity to somebody else, they just won't even they won't even let nobody know, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you so mean. I, I, yeah, so you know, so I, and you know, and, and to this day you still see a lot of that shit, but I think it's not as bad anymore because now as Latino Rasa, everything you know, we see everything a little bit different now that we we see the way, you know, the way you know the way the way uh shit has been dictated over the years too, though, you know. Yeah. And I think now is the time to fucking move on and break out of all that shit, man. And, yeah, man. And just and just you know unite and do shit, man. That's the only way we're gonna fucking really like really blow up, and you and you're gonna see more Latinos in big films and shit, man. Man, I, I I can't wait to see that, man. I literally can't wait to see that. Like, cause um, I was. It's one of the jokes that I say that that's why I came to New Zealand because I hate that when there's always a, a Mexican being portrayed, there's always a Polynesian doing it as a Mexican. And I was like, so I'm here to take your job, motherfuckers, now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you back, you know? Because uh, one of the biggest actors from New Zealand, uh, he plays a lot of Mexicans. His name is uh, Curtis... Uh, Curtis... Oh, God, I forgot his last name. But he's been in a, a, a few movies, and he's all the time, you know, uh, portrayed as a Mexican. But he's he's Maori, you know, he's he's from oh, okay. from, 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 from from New Zealand, and yeah. and and um, I can, I can't wait, man. Like here in New Zealand, is getting really picked up right now because of Taika Taika Waititi. He's he's putting New Zealand a lot in the map, and oh, nice. and literally just just uh, I think it was last a few months ago. I think it was yeah a few months ago they just finished wrapping up the um just like 30 minutes from my house they were filming the new Lord of the Rings uh series for for Amazon. Uh-huh. And uh, a few of the comedians that I work with they they got to to be on the on the uh, part of the cast uh, uh as well and everything for for the new for the new oh, movie nice. the Lord of the, yeah man it's it's it's, it's insane. Right, man. Yeah man and 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 right. uh, they 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 do they did uh, Avatar as well. That yeah, they, they recorded here uh, oh, in nice. New Zealand. So it's New Zealand's getting kind of like in the map, and also because we don't have COVID. Yeah, it gives a lot of like freedom to or freedom, yeah, many many things at the moment. So so people are just uh, wanting to put New Zealand on the map. So 
Um, that's why I'm, because everybody tells me, what are you doing over there? Come over here. Even my cousin, <laughs> what are you doing construction over there? Fool, come work for us over here, you know? <laughs> and, 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 and as I tell him, it's like, there's, there's a chance here, you know, there's a chance in this country is right now just growing up and I cannot wait to, for you guys to come over here, you know, and, 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 and I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> oh man. I, I, I tell everybody and Felipe, I told him the same thing because he was telling me that he's, he's, he's a lot of following. He has a lot of following from Australia. And I told him, man, if you come over here, just let me know, you know, you gotta, you got a place to stay. And you, <laughs> and you know, you got, you got my, my, my casa is tu casa. So anytime yeah. you want to come, same for you guys, man, you know, like oh, I tell everybody, you know, you, you got a place to stay at least. I know you, I, I know you want to, might, might want to stay in the Hilton, but Hey, you got, you got, <laughs> you got a home and some fake ass tacos. You can come here all, all the way, you know, if you, um, got, if you, got, if you got a Motel 6, I'll be cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know they got motel sixes over there. <laughs> no, you know what's the sad thing about this? <laughs> New Zealand has a very, very weird every everything is very different here, you know, very, very yeah. different from a, even though it's a, it's an English speaking country and, and you can think like, oh, it's probably like Canada or like London, like the UK or whatever. No, it's it's very different, you know. Totally it's, different totally different we, we drive on the other side of the road <laughs> that's the first thing yeah. that we'll, we'll we'll mix you up but i yeah. think that um <laughs> i could man i could imagine that <laughs> me driving on the other it's I'm so weird man <laughs> it's so weird man like it took me a while to get used to it now now i think it's gonna be weird to go back to mexico back, and yeah. drive over there you know but yeah. nobody drives well over there so who cares um, <laughs> no, well, you know, there, everybody's all over the road, man. We don't even have roads where I live, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I was telling the other day, we just got Wi Fi uh, a few months ago in my city, so we're good. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, man, New Zealand is, is starting to get on the map as well, and, and that's that's something that it's pretty cool. And I cannot wait for them to get out from the stereotype that we have because everybody yeah. thinks that, you know, like, oh, Either they're cholos or they're from the cartel. My, yeah, one of you know, <laughs> my my nickname for three years was El Chapo. Oh shoot! <laughs> and I was like, bro, they did. Don't. <laughs> you don't even joke with those things over there, you know? Like, don't call me that. I was, I was like, no, bro, but you're from Mexico. You're El Chapo, and I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, don't man. tell anybody that because they're gonna fucking believe it there yeah um, man, that's the bad part man that people will start believing it <laughs> get caught up in some shit man oh man no it's it's insane and every time you know it it, it, it pisses me off man because one of the biggest drug busts in the history of new zealand was uh five years ago and i was just barely new to the country and the news picture it this way and this, this is what pisses me off because there was an american and there was a mexican but they only said that a mexican got caught in in the wellington yeah. airport with uh two or three million dollars worth of cocaine something like that yeah. inside of a horse head <laughs> and, and the next day at work because it was all over the news right no, nothing was happened it? Was this like a piñata horse head? Or I, this no, like a real it horse was head? like a, a, a diamond-headed horse. You can Google it, man. It's a diamond-headed oh. horse. <laughs> and inside the horse, they had it was packed with cocaine. And the, 
<laughs> and because nothing happens here in New Zealand, literally, there's yeah. no, yeah, there, there's like they, they, the news here are, you know, really, really just blah. Um, yeah. The next day at work, everybody's like, hey, did they, they catch your cousin or something? And I'm like, fuck, you know. Yeah. That, that wasn't my cousin. I was like, are you sure it wasn't one of your cousins? And I'm like, no, it wasn't one of my cousins. And then there was some an American too. They, they don't say that in the news. And I'm like, no, yeah. ooh, it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry, cuz. Don't worry. But um, they want to say I, you were working with a chapo. That's why. Yeah, man. And then they call me the chapo. No, that, that's. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really want that stereotype, you know, to to grow up to a different thing, you know. Yeah, to, no, for real, man. <laughs> I I tell everybody, it's like, yeah, we're uh, we like I understand that we are, you know, we have the cartels and we have this and yeah. we have, but we are have also a huge even the food, man. The food the food here is shit. Everything. Everything like I, I, you know, I always wondered about like, like going to England and, and places like that, like Australia, like singing like music. Like I've always wondered, like, does the food have taste? Because I hear a lot that that the food don't really taste the same. I have to tell you something. I did my last podcast. I did it with American comedians that live here in New Zealand, uh -huh. and we were talking about what do you miss most from the states, right? And the first thing that everybody said and everybody agreed, pickles. Oh, snap. <laughs> the oh, pickles but... here are sweet, man. For real? They're sweet. Damn. They have sugar. Yeah. Oh, that's why. <laughs> man. And, and we were laughing about because everybody that likes pickles. Yeah. Uh, we go through the process because there's, and they don't call them pickles here. They call them gherkins. Oh, snap. That's a whole other story. But um, we had, yeah, I had to crazy. buy probably seven or 10 types of jars of pickles yeah. to taste them, to see which one was the closest yeah. and none of them were. So now we have the only way to get, even the tortillas, man, my tortillas, I have to buy them frozen from the uh, sea. Oh, snap. So the tortillas here taste like frozen tortillas, you know. So it's... well, you're gonna you're gonna have to start making your own tortillas and fucking pickles and shit, man. Buy it, a bunch it, of it, cucumbers. It's because I told my, I told everybody like we went full stereotype, you know, because in the construction where I work, uh, we do tunnels, bro. Uh huh. I, so I tell them that's why they got a Mexican working there, you know. We're, we hey. know we got experience. We're good. And We're then... good at making tunnels. <laughs> And, and then the missus uh, started uh, a taco business, you know, so we, we yeah. sell we sell tacos and carnitas over here. Oh, that's tight. And yeah, man. I, I, we're, tight. we're trying to educate everybody, you know, yeah. and, and, and tell them, you know, like, it's that we're, we're not Taco Bell, you know, this, that, yeah, that, that yeah. that's Mexican-American. And I always say that joke, if you see a Mexican eating a, a Taco Bell, don't trust them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I call it Toro Bell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, out of ten times, you might get some Toro right after that, shit, man. You know how much Taco yeah. Bell costs here? They just opened one two, uh, two years ago. It was the first uh -huh. Taco Bell two years ago here in New Zealand. One taco cost in in uh, an, uh, U.S. dollars cost uh -huh. eight bucks. No way. One taco. Damn, man, you go broke buying tacos over there, man. Fuck that. <laughs> I remember I, I, I went and I was like, oh, I want the number one, number two. So I wanted yeah. to try, you know, I wanted to, to see how it was. And I ordered like two or three things and I ended up paying like 50 bucks. And I'm like, 50 bucks? Yeah. I was like, 
what are the prices? And I was like, oh, shit, man. Um, expensive, man. And they're, anything they're, that it's not from New Zealand is very yeah. expensive here. Very, very so, expensive. So they don't, they don't have uh, Mexican restaurants over there? Real Mexican restaurants? Yeah. Maybe... Well, the missus that she started, but it's a it's a it's a food stall. It's not it's not a restaurant. Yeah, there's maybe one that might be, but it's it, it's not owned by Mexicans. So I uh, I don't know. Like, there's none, bro. Damn, none. Wow, bro. <laughs> none, bro. Like, it's, man, well, it's hopefully, very... hopefully, you, hopefully you guys is uh, tacos place eh, picks up, man. It just blows up. <laughs> yeah, man. Because literally up. everybody's like they feel a little bit more comfortable that they see because my wife is from Tlaquepaque and, oh, okay. and she comes from a, a very lane. Her mom sells tacos over there and, and Tlaquepaque and everything. So she knows, you know, oh, how nice. to cook. But yeah. it's impossible to get the rest, the, 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 the like the, the actual food. ingredients. It's very difficult for to us. To get it to pour so it tastes, so it'll taste authentic, you know. Yeah, we try our best, but uh, still yeah. struggling a little bit. And yeah, because yeah, it's an island. That's, that's wild, yeah. Yeah, man, it's an island. Not not many things come can arrive yeah. here fresh, you know, and 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 we're too far from from the world. So to get something really fresh, it's almost impossible, you know. Man. Yeah, I cannot eat spicy food anymore. Ever I've been here for five years, and uh -huh. I went back to Mexico in 2019. My mom is a you know my mom she's she's a old school Mexican, so she's like. Yeah. I'm gonna cook it, and if it's too spicy, te chingas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my mom, I grew up with that. Oh, it's too spicy. Don't eat. That's all right. Yeah, don't, don't eat. eat. Don't eat. My mom was like that too. Yeah, don't worry. Don't eat. There's no yeah. problem. And and I went. Obviously, I wanted to eat at my mom's house, and she made uh she I she made just carnitas, you know, with the chili con carne. Oh. And uh, oh my god, bro. I was crying my ass off. It was sweating up a storm. <laughs> I was like, Mom, what did you do? <laughs> and she was just like, Oh, you see, Miriam, the New Zealander. Miriam, that's the New Zealander. <laughs> I don't eat chili oh. anymore. Go eat your pies, mijo. Andale. Go eat your pies. It's here. Yeah. Most traditional food is pies. <laughs> pies. Oh. Yeah, they, they eat pies here uh, for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. Yeah. Pies. The... Yeah, and you would think, oh, like cheesecake, you know, like like no, yeah, there's yeah. salty pies, you know, like mince and cheese pies. Oh wow! Yeah. Like, what about what about like like hamburgers and all that the, the, like American food? Like they don't sell none of that there. Or? There's McDonald's. Or... You got the Carl's Jr. You know, you got all this yeah. brand, big brands, but yeah, it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't man. taste the same. Damn. No man, nothing, nothing. And the portions uh -huh. are very small. small. Yeah. Very, very small, man. Very yeah, that's one thing I always notice about Europe, man. That you, you know, you, very all small. the portions are very small, man. And the saddest part of, of all of this story that I'm telling you, there's no buffets. Damn. No buffets in New Zealand, bro. There's two, literally oh. only two buffets, and they're shit, man. Damn. It's it's so sad, man. I, yeah. I when I went back to the states, like I said two yeah. years ago, I was crying. My cousin straight away took me to the buffet, man. I was just looking at the food. And I was like, oh yeah. man, I was like, why are you crying? I was like, oh man, it's so beautiful. Look at all this. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three years without real food, man. Um, I'm like, how, then how the fuck do you keep fat over there? Everybody's like, you know, it's like, oh, you eat pies, you know, it's the pastries, you know, all the time. <laughs> That's the only tasty thing here, and fish, fish and chips. That's the fish other one. Yeah, I was gonna fish say fish and chips, right? 
I can live with that. I can. But even yeah, the fish and chips, even the fish and chips sucks. Or... <laughs> I, I I had a very cool story, but when we were, I was laughing with with the boys the other day because um they love oysters here, mussels and all that stuff. They love it, and yeah. they sell a lot all of that here. And one of the boys called me up and I was like, "Hey, cuz uh, we're gonna have some oysters and mussels and everything. You wanna come over?" And I was like, "Oh, sure." But because I know they, they don't, you know, they don't have flavor. They don't have this and that. Yeah. I always carry my bottle of Valentina with me, you know, oh, or yeah, yeah. either way, yeah. one or the other. Um, so I grabbed my bottle of Valentina and some, some lemons and, 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 and I was like on my way and they, they were eating it just like that. You know, not, nothing yeah. straight from the ocean, open it. Booyah. And I was like, <laughs> why don't you put a little bit of, salt or lemon on it and they looked at me everybody's like like what, what? yeah yeah look <laughs> look and i grabbed the, the the oysters and everything and i put it on a plate i put some salt put some lemon and put some valentine on top of it yeah and i was like try it their face man it was like they just discovered fire damn it was like well, oh, what I is wish this? They, yeah, they, grabbed, <laughs> they, they grabbed the bottle and they were like just looking at it like what is this man yeah. This is insane. What what is that? And I was like, oh, <laughs> man. No, no, no. This is a specific kind of chili. And I'm like, no, man, it's like what, what we put to everything over there. Oh, <laughs> bro, this is so good. And everybody was just like, oh, and I had yeah. to, stop, to stop because everybody's just pouring Valentina. And yeah. a bottle of Valentina here, the small one, costs yeah. 10 bucks, bro. Damn. And they are very hard to find. So it's like, I call it like yeah. the, the Mexican gold, man. It's Mexican gold. Those kind of things are very hard to find. I was like, no, 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 don't finish it. Don't finish it. But what about Tapatio? They just started selling it, man, this year. Yeah, man, I tried I try looking for that shit. The last time I was in Mexico, I was in Nayarit. I couldn't find none of that. They go, no, they don't make that here. Only in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I was in Guadalajara and I go, I go, you know, Guadalajara, they should be here, you know. He goes, no, they make that only in the States. Yeah, they either have that one or the Yagualica sauce. The Yagualica sauce is very, very famous in Guadalajara. So that's why I always I always carry a little bottle of tapatillo too, because I like tapatillo when I eat seafood, especially, you know. I like tapatillo for some reason. Yeah, man, you have, and if you ever come here, bring some, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to, man. I always carry a little bottle in my glove compartment, man. <laughs> it, it, it was funny because uh, we got stopped by customs when we came back. And literally my whole bag, it was no clothes. I, I took all the clothes. I throw them away over there in Mexico. Yeah. And when I went back to New Zealand, it was just Mexican candies, you know, everything. Yeah. You know? And, and the, the customs officer was like, what is this? I was like, oh, it's uh, Mexican food. And he grabs it and he looks at it and he's like, is this chili? And I'm like, no, it's a candy. And he's like, it looks like it's spicy. And I'm like, yeah, it's candy. It's so a candy shouldn't be spicy. Chili. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they die, man. I, I almost had, I had a, 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 guy, a, a white boy almost passed away because you know those yeah. um, the mango with with chili lollipop. Yeah, yeah, those are bomb. Yeah. They're beautiful, man. You know, yeah. I call it baby sucker. You know, you give it to the yeah. babies. You know, the, uh, I just bought a whole bag of those the other day. 
And the guy's like, what are you eating? And I was like, oh, one of these. And it has a little bit of chili. Oh, it's spicy. Yeah. Obviously, being me, I said, nah, it's not spicy. You're not sweet. <laughs> he grabs it. He was choking. He was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Sweating and crying. So sweating. And, and he was like, this is not a candy, bro. What the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, bite it, bite it. And I'm like, oh, fuck this, man. And I was like, no, no, crack the, it's going to taste sweet. And I was like, no, man, this is, what's wrong with you, Mexicans? You're fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Crying and with the mock all the way, drinking and everything. And he was like, I was like, Jesus Christ. And like, this is not, like, we give this to kids, you know? Like, the kids in Mexico eat like nothing, even right yeah, man. Even tahin, bro. Even tahin. tahin yeah. Oh, man. I uh, the tahin here, man. It's like I said, it's one of the rare things that you can find. But yeah. once you find it, it's just like um, we we found the other day, and my daughter she she grabs a big bowl of, of with apples and she cut them yeah. and that. And I just look at her, and she just grabbed the tahin, and she just was like, just hardcore yeah, on it. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't finish it up. Just like, damn. <laughs> right? No, it is the, the, the stuff we take for granted over here, man, and some in other parts, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real shit, man. And I and that's why there's not many Mexicans here, man. Yeah. No one can take it. Not, with, not everybody can hang, man. <laughs> no, man. No, literally. Like the Mexicans that I know that they decide to stay in New Zealand, uh-huh. it's because they either had a very bad experience in Mexico and they don't want to go back to their life. Yeah. But everyone else, because we there's a visa that you can apply for Mexicans. Uh-huh. It's called working holiday, and you can come from a for a year to New Zealand uh-huh. just to work, and travel around, so you get to save money and make some money, and you know yeah. that's what everybody does. You know, backpacker, if you want to call it like that, you know, like kind of a backpacker. Oh, okay. And I think out of the two hundred and something visas that they give every day, every year, uh-huh. sorry. Um, maybe five Mexicans stay, maybe even less. Just oh, man. it's it's very hard, man. The, the the culture here is is very hard to survive. Like it's 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 insane. Yeah. They're they're even the culture about work. They're oh, very man. slow, man. Everything is take your time, cause yeah, take your time. Don't rush it. It's all right. We're good. Stress. No stress in New Zealand. That's it. That's I think yeah. that's one of the things that shocks me a lot. Because when I came here, I was you know with the mentality of being an immigrant. You know, yeah. my, my dad went to the states when I was a kid. You know, he he went and he worked. A, he had the construction job. He worked at a pizzeria. He worked you know cleaning houses, gardening, all that stuff. You know, you know how all yeah. Mexicans are. And I was like, I'm gonna do the same thing. You know, I'm gonna just go hard you know work, work hard and everything and the first day that i was at the construction site the boss tells me oh do this or that and I'll, I'll i'll see you later so all right i finish everything in an hour bro boom 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 just mash it yeah. he comes back and he was like you finish it all and i was like yeah <laughs> oh, he looks at me and he's like this was a week's work <laughs> Like, like, you're joking right and like that, that could have taken me at least like if i wanted to go slow i would it would have taken me a day but a week <laughs> yeah. like this. i got i got told off so many times because i was slowing down too much and too fast 
and you're making everybody else look bad. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. It was, it was a shock for me. I was like, for reals? I was like, yeah. yeah. If you finish the job, what else are you going to do? You're going to be out of a, a job. And, uh, stretch it out, man. <laughs> and now I'm afraid to go back to Mexico because now I'm, I'm very used to now doing the job here in New Zealand, how it is yeah. of taking your time. And now I'm going to be look like a fucking lazy ass in Mexico because I'm not going to be able yeah. to go back to, you know, what yeah, we used getting, to, you know, yeah, everything. It's, wild, it's, man. it's insane, man. <laughs> but, man, I can't wait to see you guys over here or over there in the States if I, if I, yeah, if I ever go to go over there and, and, and I would just just have a beer with you guys, man. You know, I, I, I think that would be one of the best experiences of my life. And, and I'm, I'm very excited to, to, to see what your career is going to go, man. Because I know it's already going somewhere. But, man, I, I, just, I just love seeing, you know, the Thank Latin you. culture being represented. And, 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 you know, like I always tell everybody, we don't wear sombreros and boots all day. You know, we, we look different. You know, it's, it's not yeah. we're not in a horse and we, we don't. We're not carrying all stuff in a donkey, yeah. you know. That's 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 a stereotype, you know. Uh, we have those, but that yeah. doesn't mean that everybody's the same, you know. Everybody's yeah. different. Exactly. Um, uh, and even with the boys, you know, everybody met me. All the uh, Polynesians that met me, they were, they thought that all Mexicans look like this, you know. They, they and, yeah. and the first time they met a Mexican that was white, it was so funny, man, because uh, that guy was from Mexico City. So he's oh, Spanish, shit. you know, he was a Chilango. He, yeah, yeah. he had that accent of the Chilangos, you know, that he uh -huh. spoke like with an accent. And it's actually one of my jokes that I say. It's so uh -huh. funny, man, because um, I was talking to the Polynesian boys and I'm like, hey, because uh -huh. there's another Mexican over there. And I was like, oh, okay, but he's white. <laughs> oh, okay. Then he comes up to me and we start speaking Spanish. But my Spanish is clean, you know, it's a little bit, you yeah. know, I don't, we don't, people from Guadalajara don't have much of an accent. Yeah. And this guy had a different accent. And then he leaves and the boys is like, hey, why does he talk like that in Spanish? He sounds different <laughs> to you. And I told him, oh, because he's white. The white, <laughs> white. White people speak different. And they, <laughs> and they were like, oh, all right. So. The white man speaks different over there. I'm like, yeah, man, the white man speaks different over there. Oh, okay. And then I, I was laughing my ass off, right? Yeah. A, a few months later, another guy from Guadalajara came to my uh, work site, but he was also white. And I'm like, hey, cuz, we saw another Mexican that is white, but he speaks like you. I was like, oh, oh. We just got infiltrated, man. I gotta call Mexico, you know? <laughs> They're faking it. No. And they were just laughing. <laughs> they lost their oh, shit. They were like, oh man. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I can't I can't wait to see uh, everything that you're gonna be doing. And 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 I, I really appreciate the time and, and, and everything that uh, opportunity, man, you know, just to talk to you and, and hear a little bit of your stories. And anything else that you want to share with us, man? What else is coming up? I know you said you got the Ghetto Busters. I was just going through your uh, IMDb, just saying, and I see that you have a few other stuff coming up, man. So there's yeah, five, man. five more things besides that thing that you just mentioned, man. So I, I'm I'm just very excited yeah, to see we, all of that, man. 
we're just, you know, we're just trying to put in, you know, put in the work and uh, and see what hits, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like if the opportunities are there, man, you just got to take them, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you got to funk though, bro. That that's gonna be something yeah. really amazing. You gotta <laughs> yeah. funk yourself, man. Can you play with yourself? <laughs> all, all day, man. When I saw it uh, on your Instagram, the post, I was like, damn, this guy, man. Oh, so, I was like, Jesus, man. Doing, that's that's so cool, the same, man. The, the same face. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's yeah. from, is that just you or is there a, a, from a TV show they picked up? or the... No, that's just me right there. And he even has a saying that says, yeah, doggy. <laughs> nice, man. Nice, man. It's just me on the side of it. How do you feel about type. that, man? How, how do you feel? Is, is, it, is it weird to see you on a toy like that? Yeah, it is, man. It? Yeah, it is, bro. <laughs> he even has a little microphone. I don't know if you can nice. see it. Nice. He's holding man. a little microphone in there. So it represents the music and the comedy side, you know? The microphone. Nice. Uh, But yeah, it, it, it is, I mean, shit, it is kind of weird, man, to see yourself like that, a little monito like that, you know? I was like, as long as you don't come out of the box and I try to talk me and shit, man, we're all right, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, I'm going to post, obviously, all your social media for people to follow you and and and, and, and to, yeah. to talk out, yeah. to you. Check out the website, too, bigcitric.com. And, you know, all my social media is Big Citric, you know, so... Any information on there, you know, bigcitric.com, you can check out, you know, old uh, episodes. Which the, social uh, media are you more active at the moment? And, uh, I would say Instagram, because I have Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm pretty much active on all of them, you know, but the most, the most is uh, is uh, is Instagram, you know? So that uh, that's when you can, they can see, you, go see your shows and all that stuff that you... you yeah, like when we're promoting yeah, any shows, well, you know, I'll promote it on Instagram right away, you know? That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool, yeah, man. Any, any Ed, movies or anything coming out, I'll promote it on Instagram right away. You, you know? You're based in Los Angeles or where where yeah. are you based? You're yeah, based in, in LA. That's cool, man. In, in LA, yeah. That's mad. Oh, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, like I said, man, I can't wait to go and and, and, and either you guys come down here and, and, and uh, meet you here yeah, or man. either... I go over there and meet you guys. And, and like I said, you have a place to stay over yeah. here, man. Appreciate um, it, man. Thank you so much uh, for the opportunity and, and your yeah, time. Yeah, one, we'll, one way or another, we'll connect, dog, you know? We'll yeah, man, way, definitely, man. man. I, I, I'm, I'm hustling, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything, you know, trying to, to keep up with, with everything, you know, doing the comedy here. And, and once I, I, I get all my residency uh, from sorted from New Zealand, I'm, I'm going to start jumping on into TV shows and doing try, try nice. to you know, hustle it, you know, hustle it and yeah, yeah. do it as much as I can. And Yeah, you just got to stay on it, man. That's it, man. Yeah, man. So uh, thank you so much, man. Like I said, uh, one more time. Oh, no, thank you. And, thank you, and you know, I know support. Uh, you're, you're a very busy person. So having having your time dedicated to, to this small podcast, is, it means it means tons, man. It, it really means tons. No, well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I appreciate you, bro. You know what I mean? Because you know, any any support is is, is always welcome, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, anybody that that that, that you know, say that's digging the work that we do, man, and, and and appreciates it. You know what I'm saying? They got they, you know, got nothing but mad love and respect for you guys, man. And, nice, man. And you know what I'm saying? Especially you know, you're doing comedy too, man. So you know what I'm saying? You know, fucking hope all goes well with that too. And and like I said, we're gonna connect, man, one way or another, man. Whether we end up over there. Or you end up over here, man. You know what I'm saying? Phil's <laughs> always producing shows out here, man. So yeah, man. Know, come out here. You know, I know, I know. Phil fucking get you on a couple of shows, man. That'd so. be really cool, man. That'd be insane, man. Can't wait, yeah, man. man. <laughs> yeah, bro. So either way, we'll connect, man. We'll, 
You know what I'm saying? We'll connect over there. We'll connect over here, man, one way or another, bro. Do you go often to Mexico or not Not often right now? Uh, I'm about to go maybe next week, man, because, you know, my, uh, I, like I, I told you, my mom passed away not so long ago. So we're, we're doing peace, all those ser the services over there, man. So we're taking oh, her over so there. Oh, so you're taking her to, to Mexico? Yeah, because my, the majority of my family are over there. It's like eight, like 90% of my family is over there. Oh, There's maybe what? like 10% out here, but it's easier for... The ten yeah. percent that's out here to go over there, then for all them to come out here, you know. And uh, where where are you gonna go? Are you going to? We're gonna go to. We're gonna go. To, I, I fly into Guadalajara, and then from there I go. I, I take a bus ride into Nayarit, like two two and a half hour bus ride. Nice, nice. Yeah. So that's I'll stay in Guadalajara for a couple of days, and then uh, and then uh, we'll go to Nayarit. Well, uh, let me know when you're in Guadalajara. I can hit you up with some good places to go, man. I know probably you already right. know, but at the back of your hand. But if you if you need something. I still have a good hookups over there in, in, in Guadalajara. So let, let me know All if right. you need something and I can hook you All up right. with, with anything you want. All right. Yeah, dope, man. Appreciate it. That, sound, that sounded very dodgy with, with good stuff yeah. that you need. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, appreciate it, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, though.